Welcome to Hot Chocolate Convos, where societal woes are tackled through the sip. These two chocolate divas have raw, unfiltered, and totally candid convo. Now here are your hosts, Kimberly and Shalisa. Let's get into the show. Happy Tuesday, Hot Chocolate Drop. It is your girls, your hot chocolate divas. It's Tuesday. We are here to bring you some more information, some more hot Chocolate goodness news. We are here. We are here. Yes, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you are here. And it's just so exciting for another week. It's like we're in the third season, eighth episode. Yeah. You guys are like listening, leaving comments, All subscribing. The the reviews, the reviews. Yeah. I want to thank you guys for the reviews. I, I want to thank you for the Facebook likes, all of that, because it's, it's been so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's been so, so good. Even it's my mama so was like, I've been listening. Yes, we have. So shout out to my mama. Yay! <laughs> it's just great to see, like, our following growing. This is, like, it's a great feeling. It really yes. is. And you know what, now it's like I, I have a sense of, and this can be my high, we can start here. Yeah, so I have a sense of when, when people ask me, like, oh, you have a podcast? Like, I can immediately tell them what we do. And they're like, oh, so you guys hit all these topics. Like, you guys know about this stuff? And it's like, no, no, no. We invite guests onto the show. Like, it goes into a whole conversation. Yeah. And people are like, wow. I didn't to come school us. Yes. Listen, honey, we don't know it all, and we don't pretend to know it all. That's why we call on our girls and our guys mm-hmm. to help us out. Yeah. So that's in my heart. I've been really excited about our episodes, our podcast, our Instagram. You guys, I was locked out or whatever you may have it. So <laughs> I was a bit, you know, not being able to, like, have fun and do what I want to do. So I'm back. Yes. We are here, people. So that's yes. your high. ACCC yeah. is your high. Yeah, I didn't do anything this weekend, so that's my high. Which, it killed me. I texted my friend yesterday, and I'm like, I'm inside. I'm at home, and it's 8 o'clock. I'm going to get in the bed now. <laughs> what? I was asleep by 9.30 last night because I woke up so early because... I went to a very great veteran, women's veterans um, event yesterday that was amazing. Girl, I got my first care package. I've been in the military for eight years, and I never had a care package. I got my first care package yesterday at this event, and I told my friend it made me feel more like a veteran and like a veteran was actually important to people. Yeah. In the top of it, girl, they had, like, letters from kids in school they wrote with little hearts. Thank you for serving. The note, one of the notes was like, you know, thank you for serving. I've, I never had anybody in my family to serve, but now I consider you to be family. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God, God. check it out. Yes. It was so amazing. So I want to thank Tony Williams, Queen Motivator. Um, she was just on our episode, on our show two weeks ago. I want you guys to go check out that episode, but she put on an amazing event and then they had an actual HBO documentary about veterans. And it was so good, girl. It's on HBO. Some of the um the people that were in the documentary were actually there. What was it? It's some restaurant. What's the Italian restaurant? They hosted lunch, and her day was good. Oh wow! Good. 
It's an Italian restaurant. I can't think of the name of it. I think it's actually with an N. Is it Maggiano's? Maggiano's. My favorite restaurant, everyone. Italian restaurant. Wow. Yes, yes I am. It was really good. Maggiano's. I mean, shout out to Tony. Like, so many times veterans go overlooked, and the fact mm-hmm. that he's raising awareness, that's really awesome. Yes, and it was so it was so many people of different like backgrounds, different branches. I sat at the table by myself, of course, you know, when I first got in there. <laughs> and um, one of my friends showed up, but she didn't. She only stayed for like an hour, so it was another lady. She came and sat like literally right next to me, and I'm like, "There's about eight chairs at this table, and you sit directly next to me. We're not going to talk about it, but cool." I'm just going to slide over a little bit. They even had silent disco the whole time. You had headphones. And they were good stations, girl. So shout out to DC LA Productions because they did it, and it was amazing. It was a, it's a black owned. He was he was a guy. Okay. <laughs> but it was just really cool to see. And you know what? I left maybe an hour before it ended because I was tired, girl. It lasted. It was from 9 o'clock, 9.45 in the morning to, like, 2. So I had oh to go gosh, because I had wow. to go do something. Yeah, it was a lot going on, but they fed you, like, a light refreshment and a lunch. But they gave us a raffle ticket, and I passed the raffle ticket off to the lady that was sitting next to me because she was in the Air Force. You know, we actually started talking and found out she was in the Air Force. And I was like, well, here's my ticket, so if you win something, good luck. Gave it to her, slid it to her. And she's like, oh, my God, thanks. Like, she's all, you know, surprised. And I'm just like, girl, I, I'm not going to use it. I don't have any use for it if I'm leaving. So I give her also shout out to Tony for having my flyers out at the event for my Chocolisa alarms and my creative resources. So I, I appreciate her for that. Girl, you know Tony texted me this morning saying that the lady won off of my ticket. Are you joking? I knew you were going to say that because you always win stuff, and I just don't understand. Listen, I was like, I literally gave always it. Always wins stuff, like always. I can't have to play the lotto. One day I'm going to play the lotto just for the fun of it, just to see what happens. I mean, that's insane. And I, yeah, I told Tony, I was like, well, I'm really glad that she won and tell her if you ever see her again, congratulations. Tony was like, no, she said that she was going to text you on your alarm to tell you that she she wanted to get it to you. And I was like, what? I was so shocked. And literally, um, there was one person that texted and asked, was this, you know, I guess, but she tried to spell my name. But I haven't responded yet because I'm kind of like, I don't want it. I gave her the ticket, so I want her to keep the gift. I don't even need the gift, girl. I left early. You stayed the entire time. Even though she won the very first raffle drawing. Wow. I wonder what she won. I'm going to ask because I'm curious to know. But the care package was, I have to send you a picture of it. I'm going to post it because it was so amazing what they did. It was like literally packed with hand sanitizer, white, Kleenex, hair ties, anything you can think of, and then letters and everything, snacks, beef jerky. Everything was in the box. So I should have showed up. Out. And the mayor actually made yesterday a national day for Women's Veterans Day. Hmm. Now, my low. Oh, sorry, guys. That was a dramatic, you know. Because it just hit me. 
Talk to a guy. So I've been trying to date, you know, talk to a guy, told him where I was. This man tells me, oh, I didn't know women either owned gays outside of Veterans Day. I didn't know that was a thing. What do you mean they didn't need their own day? Wait, I'm confused. Rewind, huh? I what? told him that I was at a Women's Veterans Day program or event, and he told me I didn't know that women needed their own day outside of Veterans Day. I didn't know that was a thing. <sighs> I just... I... Wait. But, no words. Uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, wait And he thought that was okay, so after that, the conversation kind of died down because I'm like, the audacity. How the clueless. only thing you have is audacity at this point. You are clueless. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's my highs and my lows, but... That's not going to stop me from dating because I still I still meet some really cool guys. So yeah, and you know me, it uh, absolutely shouldn't. There is someone out there. He's just not there yet. He doesn't have to come. I'm going to shoot him away if he he's He's going to come. Like he's going to come. Can you believe it though? Oh. I know. What a pompous pig though. Who says stuff like that? <laughs> and then he tells me that he's actually in he's actually a veteran himself I just want to say that because that goes to show you ladies and gentlemen just because you're in the military does not make you a good person that does not make you an upstanding citizen could it still trash in the military as well so yeah boo what's up uh, child I just really want to go straight to my load I don't really care about my highs at this time. I just don't. So, this past weekend, minding my own business, you know, doing my thing, I went to go get gas, you know, the whole normal thing, took the car, went to go get gas, doing my thing, while pumping the gas, releasing the pump, everything's okay, everything's good. The pump malfunctions. Gas started just purging everywhere <coughs> on the ground. Oh, my clothes, on my foot, on the car. And I'm talking everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God. And this guy just ran, came from nowhere. He held the pump. He was like, oh, my gosh, ma'am, you know, give it to me. This, oh, my gosh. And he did something. And then it stopped. He put it there. And he was like, you know, you have to go inside and tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my yes. god, so much. What the so hell? Scary, so scary. That's it. See, took myself inside. You know, spoke to one of the cash register people. And mind you, this is like a, a huge gas station. This isn't one of the little like corner store, you know, gas station thingamajigs. It's like a well-known gas station, like the gas stations that sell everything. Excuse me, so, you better not be rolling a phone. So, I'm not saying who it is until I know I'm done with doing what I'm doing at this point. Girl. So, I went inside. Spoke to one of the customer service people, yada, yada, yada. 
She mm-hmm. was like, oh my gosh, I actually came outside, she watched, and so she was like, are you sure your car was, I was like, ma'am, my car was almost on E, and look how much gas I put in there. This wasn't my fault. She was like, oh, wow, that's a lot of gas. Yeah, come in, come inside. Put me inside. She gave me, like, mind you, I just happened to be talking to my aunt at the time, who's a nurse. So the lady gave me, like, paper towels with water and soap. My aunt was like, no, let her give you water. Just plain water because your skin is going to burn. Your skin is so sensitive. Your skin's going to burn. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay, cool. So then she gave it to me, and then I asked her for the water. She went somewhere. Have no idea where she went. They're supposed to, like, have some slush kid or whatever. Like, what the The manager comes. So then I saw her. I was like, hey, where's the water? By the way, can I speak to your manager? He was like, oh, he's right there. The manager comes. He stares me down. He walks right past me, and he goes serve one of the customers. So then I'm like, hello. I just had an incident outside with gas purging everywhere. I'm I'm reeking with gas. My car is reeking with gas. There's gas all over the ground. You know what he tells me? He goes, yeah, just give me one second. I'm I'm with the customer. Excuse me? I was livid. Hold on. That's not when. Hold on. You know me. I try to keep it calm as long as possible. So he comes, and he's like, yes, how can I help you? Mind you, black man. Everyone in the store, black. Manager is black. He had an accent. He sounded like he was from the island. So I said, oh, okay, well, I'm not sure if your associate told you, but I had an incident outside with the gas. So I think your pump is malfunctioning because the pump just started splurging everywhere after I put gas. He was like, well, what did you do? So I said, what do you mean what I did? Your pump is malfunctioning. After I pumped the gas, it started splurging everywhere. He's like, mom. Calm, ma'am, calm down. I was like, what do you mean calm down? I'm calm. Oh, my God. A, really disrespected, and B, she feels like she's calm. So I was like, no, I'm calm. I'm just trying to tell you what happened. She was like, so did you make sure the lever's up? Like, he's over there trying to make it look like it was my fault. I did something wrong and whatever. I was like, sir, sir, you have to be kidding me. The disrespect right now is unreal. Can I have to wash my foot because your freaking pump just malfunctioned, gas is everywhere, and you refuse, you refuse to give me the service that I deserve right now. I started, I honestly, I got, I lost it on him. I lost it on him. The whole store was looking at me. I did not care. The man there to go was like, oh, yeah, you do smell like gas. Oh, my gosh. What? Girl, I was reeking of gas. He comes. He gives me, like. Um, a couple bottles of water. I was like, can I have another bottle of water? He was like, but you only asked for this amount. I was like, what the? Are you really not going to do something about it? I asked him for the corporate number. He was mm-hmm. giving it to me. So at this point, at this point, my aunt was like, you know what? Like, she heard everything. She could not believe how rude this man was. She was like, at this point, you just need to go call the cops because what they're going to do is they're going to say you're the angry black woman that started it, and they're going to call the cops on you. Mm-hmm. Get your police report, girl, and go on about yeah. your business. This, that, the cops came. I guess they did whatever with him, yada, yada, yada. The cops was able to get me the corporate member since his ass didn't want to give it to me. Yeah, He I never know. even... No, he didn't want to give it to me. <sighs> 
I was just like, oh my gosh. The rate at which, like, our own people treat each other is just so... Trash. Like, I just, girl, I could not believe that junk. I just could not believe it. Like, no sense of urgency, no nothing, didn't come outside, my skin was burning, no nothing. Like, And the fact that they're supposed to come out, check all that, they're supposed to have a kit, they're supposed to have the type yeah, of water. Like, if it would have got in your eyes, then what? Girl. That gas station is about to be Kim's gas station, y'all. So y'all might as well go ahead and check it out because we're going to build it up. We're going to have our own stuff in the stores because it's going to be black-owned. Child, let me tell you. Because this is ridiculous. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. No, I just, I was just, wow. And I mean, to say that I'm surprised, I'd be lying because it's like, I, Oh, you let me know if you need a lawyer, because I know of a great black D&D lawyer. Matter of fact, last know, season, we had a great black lawyer yes. on our show. Yes, Check it out. Yes. My girl. So, I'm like, you know what? You saw. I went about my business, and I called it a day. Because I just could not believe something as sensitive as Gap got all over someone's body their clothes, their car, and everything, and you just stood there making them feel like they did something wrong, no sense of urgency, they're an angry black woman, and they're overreacting. Oh, my God. Our own people. That is ridiculous. Anywho, my highs, I'm alive, yada, yada, yada. My low. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, yeah. So I just thought I would share that with people, and eventually I will disclose who the thing, the the gas station is when I'm done doing what I have to do with them. Mm-hmm. We'll see you. Anyways, y'all, we have an amazing guest. She's from Dominica, Merlinda Francois, and she is here to talk about finding our niche and earning mm-hmm. money for it. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you feel empowered and enlightened to just, you know, step into your purpose. So, without further ado, let's get right in. We're back with Miss Merlinda Francois, and she is here to school us on finding your niche and earning money for it. So, welcome, Merlinda. Hi. Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Yes. Okay, no problem. So, um, Merlinda has her own consultancy business, Merlinda Francois Consultancy, and she offers advice to persons who are in pursuit of defying the status quo to, you know, increase their earning potentials and enhance their livelihood. And she also empowers persons who are searching for a changing career to build their professional portfolios and small businesses to devise a plan and gain traction. So we're super excited to have her, and she's also Dominican like me. So I'm especially excited. Awesome. So you have, um, you know, you have your career and your consultancy business and so forth. How did you actually birth the idea? Okay. So basically, I always had a passion for economic development, but I decided to niche down to career and business consulting when I worked on a training program with the Caribbean Development Bank, the program was targeting 
The person is from Peter Savan and Jibik who were displaced. And my role was to help them to find a job. And I saw a gap. I realized that not many persons were skilled in in finding jobs, in developing themselves, and they were depending on aid or grants. And I saw this as an opportunity to help persons to improve their livelihoods. And being someone who basically raised up knowing the value of hard work, I knew what I want, and I felt that this was an excellent area for me to go into. So that's how I started the idea, and I initiated them. Oh, wow. So that pretty much, so I guess the hurricane, because I, the, you know, there was a hurricane that hit Dominica, our island, back in 2017, I think, or was it 16? Yes. Hurricane Maria, but, it was very bad. Mm-hmm. So but this one was, oh, it was okay. actually before, in 2015, I think, hurry, um, a tropical storm, oh, Erica. Erica, yeah, yes, yeah. Erica, and then it, since oh, these two villages were completely displaced, mm-hmm. and you realize you had to relocate them, and that was an issue because most persons, basically growing up, they they placed emphasis on academia mm-hmm. and lesson skills, so they did not have the skills that they need to get the money, and they left they lost their lands from the hurricane on the villages that were washed up. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So that was sort of like your motivation as well behind everything. Yes, that's why I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna stick to this area <laughs> because I. I started blogging a few years ago, but then I, I stopped. But when I worked on this project, I realized this is an, an area, this is a niche I need to focus on. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed working with them, so I need to have been easy for me to, to pursue. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So what is the first thing that someone needs to develop within themselves in order to find what they are actually good at? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> question. I get this question a lot. I would say self-confidence. If you are not confident, you will not be able to explore new things or learn, learn what you enjoy doing. You have to be honest with yourself, accept your limitations, and know what you can manage on your own and what you cannot do. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to um, identify their skills, you have to start observing what you like to do, start by writing it down, what do you do on a daily basis, and just start really spending some time thinking and planning and identifying what people ask you for help with. But to get there, you need to have the confidence to put yourself out there and say, I offer this service and I can do that for you. You need to have it within you. I think that's that's a really big, like, struggle for a lot of people, entrepreneurs. Like, you know, yeah, just Mm -hmm. trying to get over that fear. It is. It is. And I think it's mindset. Like I always say, you need to have the mindset to do something because you will have barriers, you will have people telling you that you're not good at it or you're thinking that you're not good at something because you perhaps failed when you were younger so you don't want to give it a try. So I need, people need to realize that you need to believe in yourself, you have to grow and get that confidence to do something and that's when you'll truly discover what you like to do and market yourself. Yeah, yeah for sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, what is one of the most common mistakes people make when starting their business, besides being scared and being fearful? Yeah. <laughs> I would say lack of strategy and lack of patience. People go into business and they have the idea that it will become profitable immediately. And some people, they see um, celebrities or successful business persons 
and they want this overnight success, but it actually takes a lot of work, a lot of um, prepping and background work. You have to be willing to do small tasks to get to the bigger picture. And persons are not planning and they are not patient. They want everything to happen right away. Yes, you have a good idea, but you're not willing to grind. You need to put in the extra work. You have to wait. And you also need to be clear on what you're doing and why you're doing it. Don't just do it because, you know, you think this business is something that's nice. You should do it. You need to be clear. And you as an individual, you need to know what you're addressing. You need to know if it's a problem. And this is what I think is a major problem for people. They don't do their research. They are not patient. And they just go out there. So you need to develop that to help you because a lot of businesses fail. And if you don't have that, when the going gets tough, you will give up. Yeah. Wow, word. <laughs> word. <laughs> that is a big fact. And, and these, these are like yeah. hard facts that people need to hear that they don't hear often. You have to. I think most people just need to really be honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And then you because everything is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. That is correct. Fact. Everything is not for everyone. Fact. In your opinion, do you think a startup business should be strictly about the money or should it be about passion or maybe a little of both? I believe both are equally important. Um, economists will say that the goal of a business is to make profit. And in today's era where you have perfect competition, several players in the market offering similar products, I believe passion is important because you need to be passionate about what you do. If you're not passionate, you will not be motivated to work. And yes, you have to make a profit, but if you don't have that passion or drive, you will give up when the time when the time comes. So I think both are important. You just have to balance it off and don't um, forget your why. Because that's why you see businesses. They have business, and when they make the profit, they give back. Some persons, it's all about the profit. So I think passion and profit comes together. They are important. Yeah. I definitely think these days people are all about profits. I mean, even me, if I were to think of a business, that's, that's the first thing I would it's, think of is like profit, profit, money, money, money. I mean, you so, know, that's, I mean, that's my background, but still, that's it yeah. is. It is. It is important, but you have to not get too caught up on yeah profit. Put me the first. Both are important. Yeah. Yeah, that's I agree. For sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I definitely think people lose that. People lose the sense, like, you know, you have to have a passion for things. You can't just go into it for money, and then when it it doesn't work out, you quit. or And like you said, people aren't willing to grind, which is true. <laughs> yes, because, be like, <laughs> for me, it took me, like, almost two years to actually start making money in my business. And yeah. had I not been passionate about what I do, I would have given up. But I knew what I was doing. I knew I wanted to first help people, which would obviously help me to earn money to improve my livelihood. But the goal is to help them improve their livelihood as well. So if you're doing something that provides value, then do it at the profit, and it will become easier to get the profit from it. So, mm-hmm. so for you, did you kind of have like a 9 to 5 and your business on the side, or was it just strictly your business? I have a 9 to 5 and my business. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so that makes which it harder, yes. Yes, yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, what advice do you have for persons out there who are, you know, just hesitant about starting their business, whether it's out of fear, like you were saying, or just lack of resources and so forth? Okay. I would say start now. (laughs) (laughs) Start now. Procrastination never helps. 
And like I said, businesses take a while before it matures. You have to start brain dumping your business ideas, identify all the steps that you need to get the business off the ground or to at least launch your business and identify why you want to do that business. Start now. And don't just start and go into it. You want to, yes, you're excited, you want to own 50 persons, but you have to do the background work. Do as much background work as possible. Think of what you need. So if you need contracts in order, you need to get your legal aspects in order, you need to get team members, you put that in order, licenses, you put all that in order early, and you anticipate the potential barriers. You look at how you can measure your progress. You also look at what timeline you have to get certain things done, and you start now. It's going to take work, so once you have all that in order, then you can start to put it out there. Because it's a lot of work running the business, both online and offline. So, yeah, that's yeah. true. I also think, though, um, most persons can find a mentor. Um, having a mentor who done it before, who has been through the struggles, would have been would be a good person to help you, mm-hmm. and be prepared to take criticism, because you're gonna mess up some shit. You're gonna mess up some things. You don't need somebody to tell you you need to do this better than that. But you need mm-hmm. to get a mentor who is knowledgeable and who is not afraid to be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's really good advice. That mentor okay. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even in in my career right now, it's. I feel like it's very important, even for me, like, to have a mentor. It is. Just, it yeah, is. just for everyone. Um, I, yeah, that's, I, and honestly, for someone to be honest, that's a big one because you can have a mentor and they can just tell you what you want to hear. They can just, you know, like, blow smoke pretty much and just push you along the way and you don't get the truth that you need. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a big, big, big thing to get somebody that's truthful. And for me, I do, like, the people that I do have for that, I am grateful because they are. I may get upset sometimes. I may get annoyed <laughs> with the truth. But mm-hmm. I'm grateful that it is that and it's coming from a good place. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a mentor. and She's not easy. <laughs> she's not easy at all. She has a ruler and she's like, I'm going to hit you that ruler. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, you're not allowed to do this. You need a mentor who's serious and she understands, yeah. or he or she understands, and they will tell you everything. And I think that works, that works out well for me. So, mm-hmm. I think that's good to get someone who's done it and they continue to do it. That's great. Yeah. Amazing. So, how can one's, like, family and friends just support their business when first starting out? Because I know... You know, we're from the islands, and it's very customary for our parents or our families to be like, oh, that's not making money. Why are you, you know, uh, no, don't do this major in college. That's not going to make any money. So, the, you know, so how can, you know, people just seek out that support or just be that support for other people that are trying to get their so- themselves out there? I think sometimes you have to leave everybody out of it sometimes. Because when you're trying to figure out something and you're not, if you're not sure, you will get resistant, especially if you don't understand. And it's a new era, and the jobs which exist now did not exist 10, 20 years ago. So yeah. if you say you're going to be a coach, you're like, what is a coach? Like, why do you want to be a coach? You're going to leave a well-paying job to be a coach. So sometimes you have to, you let them know what you're doing, you'll be less available, but you don't get them to involve in the nitty-gritties. 
And what you could do is ask them to support you by telling people what you do. So you detail, I do this, and they can send referrals. They can share marketing materials as well. And just tell them, tell them a little about it without telling them too much. Because sometimes you will find that that your persons closest to you will discourage you because they are worried that you're going to mess up your future and you you don't need that. I mean, you're trying to to be um, innovative and think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. So that is something. Another thing you could do for those who understand is ask them to give you feedback. Ask them to tell you how do you think you're approaching the situation. Ask them to, to assess how you carry yourself overall and to mm-hmm. do referrals for you. That can help. You just mm-hmm. have to know how to tell different friends and family because some might be on board fully but some might not understand and that's okay you cannot hold it against them you just know they don't understand but the sudden you'll be less available so that you can focus on your business i agree i agree and like like you said it is a different era i was actually just telling Shalisha this the other day she was telling me about someone that sages people have people's homes for, and they make money off of it. And I was like, wow, people pay people to just save their homes? Like, there's yes. really something out there that people make money. You think of yes. it and someone's making money off of it. Oh, yeah. you think of it, you can monetize it, and you should yeah. at this point. Like, you really should. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are busy. And then if they need things to get done, mm-hmm. why not get somebody to do it? Like, to have someone do your errands. Like, it's a big thing now. Like, we'll call mm-hmm. services for you. Mm-hmm. You just have to tap into the market and know what people need. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't, you don't, they don't even know what they need. So you ask them what do they need, and you can create a job out of asking people what they think would make their life easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we just have to be creative, mm-hmm. and you just have to find a way to make it consistent and develop a system that works for you. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So I have another question. Before you started your business, was there anything that you did like? Were you, besides researching, were you, like, journaling or anything? Were you using online resources or anything of that sort? Yes. <laughs> I've always been an avid journal, journaling person. Sorry, oh, that sounds weird, but <laughs> I used to journal <laughs> throughout my teenage years. I always mm-hmm. liked writing. And after university, after I did my undergrad, I had some time at home. And I started writing about different experiences. And I felt that I wanted to talk about so many things. So I started just writing and blogging and blog spots. That's actually before I had my current domain. And during that time, I started researching and I found a few online persons who wanted people to write for them. So I ended up writing. And I, I just started loving it. And I realized that perhaps I should do a lifestyle blog. So that is what one of the things I was writing on different topics about Dominicare, about cultural activities, about I was researching topics about cancer, care for cancer, herbal medicines. And over the time, I gained an interest in blogging and what, what it was about, and I did some research on it. But I had to stop when I got a job that was still demanded in 2014. So I stopped for two years. And when I resumed... Is after I was working on the project. So the project gave me the inspiration to really niche down. And throughout these years, I was researching and just reading about it and how I can improve and what I need to do to get my business out there. And I realized that I cannot be writing about too many things. 
And when I found what I was really passionate about, I just focused on it. But I've always been someone who wrote, I like to write and plan and organize. So that has been part of me for a while. Okay. And would you say, like, this, you had to sacrifice a lot in order to have your business be where it is today? I would say time, yes. Leisure time. I, yes. Because most days after work, I would spend my evenings um, researching or writing or working on something for a client. And my weekends, my weekends is work, mostly work. So while people think weekends is rest for me, yeah. I focus on the yeah, it's the weekend, I'm going to do some work, mm-hmm. and then I'll rest after. So I, I sacrifice a lot of leisure time to get my business going. And I still have a lot more to do because just, I'm, I think I'm still in the growing stages. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, this was great. I really just want to say that I admire you and everything that you're doing. You know, Rahman, sister, I think you're really, like, breaking the status quo in our culture. Because you don't find stuff like that in our culture too much. Our island Dominican culture, no. Things like, stuff like that is unheard of, you know. People just doing businesses like that and it's very looked down upon because you know people are like oh you're not gonna make money yada 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 so you know keep doing your thing but before you go i want you to tell um our listeners where they can find you and if there's anything you have going on that you want to share or anything like that i think um a lot of people we are still caught up on fully academia i really want to encourage persons to the thing for your set you need to have a combination of both. You need to have a combination of your your formal education, your education from the street education, from just doing the different persons and be a critical thinker in everything that you do. Look at both sides. And take the things that's important. And I need people to put I want people to think of pursuing what they like. Don't do something because and I think if we have more people thinking like that and pursuing what they really like, we will have happier workplaces and less persons frustrated just trying to survive or be in a job for making money. That's what I think I'm very passionate about and I want people to do that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, what about, do you have like um, social media or anything where people can find you? Oh, yes. I'm on Instagram at Melinda Francois. Um, on Twitter, Mills Francois, and Facebook.com, Melinda Francois. So, Instagram, Melinda Francois, Facebook.com, slash Melinda Francois, Twitter, Mills Francois, as in M-E-R-L-Z-F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S. Okay. Awesome. awesome. That's great. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so, so, no so much. No problem. Oh wait, I, I want to ask you one more thing. I saw online that you had you had a life skills class or something at back home master or class. master yes. class. How how was that? Was it good? I'm actually, I have actually reshared you with um okay. so um how it is yet. Well, tell us about it. Put it out there so people know what what's gonna happen. How yeah. how to go? How to get get in contact with you for this event? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's um, a masterclass in business growth to help businesses to market themselves, to put themselves out there, and looking at it from two aspects, from the marketing and from the systems and processes. Because you could be marketing yourself, but you're not doing it strategically, so I want to help persons 
to do that, to think of why they have their businesses and how they can get it to be more beneficial to them to improve their livelihoods and to help them to use social media to grow their business. The event is a small targeting, a small number of persons. I have not finalized the data yet, but I will definitely let you know the date. It will be in October, okay. and it will be a three-hour live event. I will also have two guest speakers, one who will be speaking to persons and getting the finances in check, because as you know, people need people need that help. Other persons need to know how to get their money, yeah. how to keep their records and other. So I have one person speaking on this, and another person who will be speaking on strictly social media, and just myself speaking on strategy, business growth, and marketing yourself online. Mm-hmm. So that's my first live event. Online. So excited. Awesome. That's so great. We can't wait to hear the information yeah. about it so we can share it. So let us know. amazing. I will. I appreciate I it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know I learned a lot. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. Okay. All right, bye. 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 Good night. So, what's the sip? What is the sip? What's 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 the sip? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on. Okay, so I'm sipping on Meghan Markle, guys. I mean, I saw her little, like, two-minute interview over the weekend, and it was just tragic. I mean, so the reporter was just telling her, you know, how are you doing? What's going on? Um, There's just been a lot going on in the media. You know, Prince Harry has been giving several speeches about how he fears that she's going through the same thing that his mom was going through before his mom died. And so she responded, look, any woman, especially when they're pregnant, is vulnerable, and that has made things really challenging. And then when you have a newborn, you know, especially as a woman, it's a lot. So you add this on top of being a new mom and being a newlywed, well, it's it's just a lot. Thanks for asking, because not many people have asked if I'm okay, but it's a real thing to be going through behind the scenes. So then the reporter asked asked her, wow, okay, so it's fair to say that you're not okay, you're not doing well mentally, you're struggling. And she was like, yeah, pretty much. And I felt that. I really felt that. I mean, the media has not, especially the British media, they have been pounding on that girl from since, I mean, she became the whole princess man. They had their way, even before that, when they were dating. And, like, Mm -hmm. even when she was pregnant, I just felt so bad for her and, it just kind of shows, like, y'all, we need to check on our strong friends sometimes. Like, even if people walk around with smiles on their faces all the time, mm-hmm. people really be, like, going through stuff, man. That's so true. Know. You never know. You yeah. never know what someone is going through, but I'm glad that she's very vocal about it. I'm so glad she didn't just give, like, a generic PR response. Mm-hmm. She was just so open, like, I'm not okay. It's been rough. It's been bad behind the scenes. And Prince Harry, like, while giving a speech, he started crying. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. 
So, well, I did see something good about it. They will be coming to the U.S. for Thanksgiving, and I'm glad oh, to give her a break and to just let her. Yeah. I'm just glad. So, we shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to them. I feel for her. I hope it gets better. I want you trolls and you trash-ass people to relax. Let people live, like please. Let people mind your business and go about your day. Like you can, you can have a normal, happy life without bothering other people. And you know it's because she's the first black princess. Like, of course, that first get a life. Get a life. She did not go through all the scrutiny that Megan's going through right now. And we didn't even hear hear about it. Yeah, let's just be real. Let's just be real. Like it's so crazy. So shout out to her. Yeah, I want y'all to back off. So, I'm sipping on the fact that Centoya Brown, she's released, she is a free woman. Um, She did an interview with The Breakfast Club last week, and I watched a little bit of it, and I saw a few clips of it. And she seems to be very happy. I'm just glad that she's out. I'm glad that she's happy. And living her life, I did see the love life thing, and I'm, I have comments, but no comments. But no, you know what? I'm going to comment. So, <laughs> I totally missed, I don't really watch a best Breakfast Club anyway, so. Well, I only, I follow her because, you know, she went, she went to prison at a really young age for yeah. a long time um, for killing someone that was pretty much her pimp, the guy that yeah. bought her, and that was sexually abusing her as a child, so she finally got out, but she, like, was pen-piling this guy. And he just pretty much said that she was his wife after a while. And he was like, God wouldn't send me a wife. If if she was free, she would be my wife or something like that. So she took that as, oh, we're meant to be together, you know. What? God sent. So he was married to someone in a very good good group back in the 90s called Toto. Her name is Tan. And she was pretty much like, he's a scam artist. Like, he's all about the fame. Like, he did, he's. He's trash, pretty much. But uh-huh. he could be a changer. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. But I'm just really glad that she's out, that she's mentally okay. Yeah. And I'm praying for her protection all around her, mentally, physically, and especially her heart. Yeah. Because you can never be too sure with these. Yeah, you really can't. Like, they just want to steal your thunder, girl, most of the time. <sighs> but- no reason. We'll see. So, Black Business Corner. So, for Black Business Corner, we have the lovely Merlinda Francois, guys. Merlinda Francois, um, consultancy and just career development. I want you guys to go to her her page, um, MerlindaFrancois.com, her Instagram at Merlinda Francois, and she's just all about motivation, personal development, career development, and the whole nine. And I just think she's doing her thing, and especially since she's Dominican. We've never had a Dominican guest. So please just go support her and check her out. Okay. And this is the end of our episode. Thank you guys so much. You've been great. Thank you for listening. Have a happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Be great. Bye. 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 Bye.